0: Hi there, and welcome to Here's a Thought, the blogcast for people who overthink. It's holiday time, my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. And if the holidays got you a little bit frazzled, a little bit too busy in the brain, now's a good time to just take a breath and maybe spend a little time listening to what's been going on in my head. This week's episode I kept a gratitude journal for two years, and here's what happened. I keep a dedicated journal, a small one, on my bedside table. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure I'd forget. But there it is, right next to where I position my phone, face down, to act as my morning alarm so I can't help but see my journal as I'm getting into bed. By now, it's a ritual as ingrained as brushing my teeth. Unless I'm traveling, I can't turn out the light and go to sleep without being prompted to complete my daily gratitude list. Five items, no more, no less." That's my arbitrary but undeviating rule. I don't know where I caught the notion that five was a good number to aim for, but that's how I started and that's what I'm sticking with, because after a long day the last thing I need is to rethink that decision. Thus I begin my nightly bullet list of appreciation. The items can't be repeats, at least not exact ones. No fair simply writing my husband's name or my son's or my besties over and over— although all of them are people for whom I am deeply and forever grateful. Some entries can be one word, depending on what strikes me—dogs, wine, laughter. Others are fairly lengthy descriptions, the last rays of the sun slanting through the mist rising over the river, like the breath of napping dragons. For any item, the only requirement is that it evokes my sincere gratitude while listing it. Sometimes my list takes me thirty seconds— Sometimes it takes me five minutes or more. Many nights I whip through the first four things on my list and then pause to deliberate about the fifth. Not because I can't think of anything, but because that last item seems to carry more weight somehow. It's the final thanks I offer up for the day, a sort of amen. Then I close my small journal and turn out the light. Sleep has never been a great talent of mine, but the journal helps me close out the day. Like any ritual— it has become familiar, expected, and comforting. But it's not like it's made me young and beautiful again, or successful beyond my wildest dreams, nor has it made me immune to the slings and arrows of daily life. I still take umbrage when someone cuts me off in traffic. My ego and my feelings can still get bent into painful shapes when circumstances or people fail to meet my expectations." And I'm quite sure I continue to be heedless of the multitude of miracles surrounding me at any given moment, just as I continue to be as self-involved and oblivious as the next human being. But I'm a wee bit less petty, and a tad more resilient, and certainly quicker to forgive, which means I spend less of my limited time on earth feeling aggrieved, and more of it feeling delighted because the most pronounced effect of my modest but regular gratitude practice is that I let go of some things in favor of noticing others. Things like the belly laugh of the toddler playing in the park with his mother as I walk by, or the rapt attention of the cat in my neighbor's window as she watches the birds, or the absolute perfection of that first sip of coffee in the morning. It's not just that I notice such things more often, I register them. The gift of gratitude, I'm finding, is that it enables a deeper and fuller experience, even when things aren't exactly going my way. It's the nights when I'm not feeling it that have the most impact. It doesn't happen often, but there are times when I crawl into bed feeling righteously grumpy. The world has not treated me well. I'm exhausted and out of patience and in the mood to indulge in self-pity. About the last thing that appeals to me at a time like that is dredging up some Pollyanna prattle about all the nice things in my crappy day. I glare at my little brown journal and consider skipping it. But the magic of habits is that you feel weird when you try to ignore them. This is most definitely true of my gratitude journal, which, though silent and inanimate, somehow becomes very loud indeed as it sits there on my nightstand, waiting. Before long, I pick it up, sigh, "'and find something, anything, with which to begin. "'The squirrel that ran in front of my car this morning "'that I managed to avoid hitting. "'One item down, and that reminds me. "'My husband ran an early errand and surprised me with a latte. "'There's two. "'And so it goes, and as it does, "'my crabby shell softens and sloughs away. "'With a little cultivation, "'the habit of appreciation has become a gentle yet potent force, "'one that readjusts my perspective.' enlightens my spirits, despite my initial resistance. What's the result? Not fame, not fabulous wealth, and no storybook ending. Just the same old me, only more contented, quietly happier, and very, very grateful. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Here's a Thought with Jan M. Flynn. If you liked it, I hope you'll consider subscribing at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. And I'd love it if you'd leave me a review. And until next time, have a wonderful season of thanks, and may all your thoughts be good ones.